0: Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and could even keep you from the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the OBS no Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who wanna master the skill of selling without all the BS. Welcome to the OBS no Sales School podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. And a couple things. One, I want to thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for sharing it with people. Numbers have grown tremendously. It's cool as hell to see all the different places, parts of the world where my podcast is being listened to, downloaded, and also just the number of people that are listening. So that only comes from your sharing it, telling other people. So thank you. And please keep doing that. That's one of the best gifts you can give me is to pass on about this WS salesable podcast to somebody else that you think might benefit from hearing some of the stuff we're talking about. Let me share a story that I share with um, some of my clients this morning. Probably 15 years ago, I was having a really hard time physically. I had terrible back pain. I had pain shooting down my leg. It was constant. Nothing made it better. I was eating pain pills whatever the hell I could do but I was absolutely miserable I hope you've never had to deal with chronic pain before but I was up to my eyeballs it was just I I didn't know what to do it made me angry it made me grumpy and I wasn't a very nice person and I wasn't very (laughs) very good human being and when you have pain like that or when I have pain like that I'm searching for anything and I went to go talk to my doctor and I want to go talk to a surgeon surgeon said you know we really shouldn't cut on you. You're too young. You don't need this. You just need to gut it out. Bad as hell. You know? And then we, I went to, I think, five or six different chiropractors, each of whom said they could fix it. They knew what to do. And, you know, someone made it worse. It didn't get better. And then I hung from gravity boots, which I thought, almost, thought I was going to die. It hurt so bad. And you hang upside down like a freaking bat. And then somebody told me about a witch doctor. No shit, a real live witch doctor. This guy who, studied medicine with South American tribes or some shit, I don't know. But he was in a, <laughs> here's the back of a warehouse out in Irmo, South Carolina. So I went out there. And he told me that the reason my back hurt was because I had two fillings, two old metal fillings. And every time my mouth opened and closed, which is a lot, those two things clicked together and it set off a tiny little electric spark. And that tiny little electric spark was thrown off the electrical system of my body, he said. And so I just needed to go to the dentist and have those two fillings replaced. Okay, so I went to the dentist. And I spent. I told the dentist the story. Said I don't believe it, but shit, maybe that's it. So I spent nine hundred bucks at the at the uh, fillings replaced, and still had a back problem. I'm really, just frustrated. This is going on and on and on and on. And so finally, another friend of mine said, "Well, maybe you're ready for this." And said, "What's that?" I said, "You need to go see a reiki." What the hell's a reiki? He said, "Well." I can't possibly explain it. But just call this woman. Tell her you need an appointment. Tell her I recommend. So I go see this woman. You know, like a medical office park kind of thing. This woman walks into the room and she looks like a freaking I don't know witch maybe. Her hair stood out like this. It's crazy. Anyway, I said, "What the hell's a reiki?" She said, "Well," and she said, "I take a channel the healing powers in the universe through my hands," and. As I do that, it can it creates healing in you. And cynical at this point. I spent several thousand dollars on doctors and cures of this and worked. I said, do I have to believe? If I think this is all bullshit, and I don't think you can do that, if I don't believe, could it still work? She said, absolutely. I said, okay, fine. I said, if I believe it works out, it has worked or helped me at all, I'll come back again. Otherwise, you'd want to hear from me again, which I'm sure she wasn't disappointed because I was probably a grumpy bastard. But anyway, so we go through this exercise, which was almost like getting a massage. You lay on a table, you lay in your front, and except for she never touches you, her hands just stay just above, right? And it's just, you roll over on your stomach. So do that. It's like half an hour of this. And she left the room and it was over and she came back in with a cup of water for me. And she said, who are you angry with? What the hell do you mean who am I angry with? She said, you're carrying around a lot of anger. I'm like, no, I'm not. And she said, well, let me make a suggestion. She said, Think about that question. Go home tonight and write down the names of the people that you're carrying around anger for, that you're angry with. And then I want you to read their names out loud and say, I forgive you. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm putting your name on that list. And I walked out the door. And that night I went home. I was like, well, shit, nothing, bet you nothing gained. I got a few names down there. So I started writing, and writing, writing. And next thing I knew, I'd filled up almost four pages of people that I was angry with for whatever reason. My name was on that list, right? I was angry with myself. I was angry with my children. I was angry with my wife. I was angry with, you know, these bosses I had 25 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, angry. And each one I read out their name and said, I forgive you. And I took the piece of paper and I threw it in the trash. I was like, whatever. The next morning I noticed as I was walking into my office, I wasn't limping. I still had pain, but I wasn't limping. It was better. I was like, holy shit. Right. So, I, what I realized, it, I don't think it was the Reiki. I think the Reiki had the insight to see that I was carrying around a bunch of anger. Here's the thing I wonder if you are too. Life is hard, man. I, and I was just talking to a client on the phone a little while ago, and, and he asked me, he said, when does this get easy? And I said, hmm. I said, you're even asking the wrong question said the question is not when does this get easy, because it never does, is when do you get better at it? When do we get better at getting knocked down and pick our ass up again? When do we get better at resilience? When do we get better at maybe not taking things so personally? So gave him two exercises. One was to write down the names of the people that he carried anger for, was angry with, disappointed in. And the other was to take out piece of paper, another piece of paper, and write down all the things this past 12 months that were frustrating, disappointing, where you got let down somebody, you feel like you weren't treated correctly, things you were unlucky, didn't work out. Write them down. Write all those things down. And give yourself a 10-minute limit. No more than 10 minutes, because for God's sake, you could spend your whole life doing this, right? 10 minutes max. Maybe it's five minutes. And when you finish that list, I want you to take a a pen and do this. Put a big X through it. At the top of the page, write, I forgive myself. Let that shit go. It's amazing how much crap we carry around with us all the time, like old luggage. People were mad at, things were disappointed in, we're letting ourselves down, we're pissed off. Maybe it's just running in the background, right? It's a software program running in the background, but all that stuff Limiting. It's limiting what we're willing to go do again, what we're willing to go at risk because last time it didn't work. Right? Now, I'm not saying don't learn lessons, absolutely learn lessons. But the more anger, the more frustration that you carry around with you, the less effective you'll be, the less, the fewer opportunities you'll see. Now, here's another side of that. This is very helpful too. And that's another piece of paper. Write down things you're grateful for. What are the things that you're grateful for? Because it's nice to be reminded of that. And it's probably harder to think of those things, right? You'll whip out 50 things you're pissed off at very quickly. It's probably harder if you sell to write down 10 to 15 things I am truly grateful for, or 20 things. Force yourself to write down 25 things you're grateful. It's amazing what we take for granted. It's amazing that things like, I am not in pain at all anywhere in my body. I'm so grateful that I'm not in pain, right? And I realize I'm grateful for a negative, but my God, I've been on the other side of that. It's horrible. So I want to notice what it feels like and appreciate every minute that I don't have chronic pain, that I'm not sick, that I am feeling strong. Do the same. This has very little to do with sales and everything to do with sales. You got to take care of this. All of sales is managing your head between closings, managing your head between times of, you know, getting a reward. And we build up so it is a hard fucking business. It's hard. And we build up these things. One last piece. I used to ask the, or ask the question, what can we do about things that have already happened to us that happened in the past? What can we do about those things? My answer used to be, well, of course, nothing. They've already happened. But I've realized that's the wrong answer, too. We are made up of the stories we tell ourselves about life, about ourselves, about other people, the stories we tell ourselves. And so if you have something that you've been holding a grudge about or you're bitter about that happened in the past, you can't change that event, but you can change the story you tell yourself about, change the story you tell yourself, right? And maybe the story you tell yourself or somebody let you down is, you know what? They were doing the best they could do at the time. It didn't work out the way I wanted to, but they were just trying to do the best they could at the time. And maybe not all your stories, you can do that. Maybe there are other ways. Maybe you just have to look at it from somebody else's lens or another lens that, hey, you know what? That was awful. But now it's six months later. And because of that, some pretty good things have happened. It's taken me to a different place. Think about your subconscious. Where are you carrying anger? Who are you angry with? What are you disappointed yourself about? And what are the stories that you're telling yourself about your relationships, your life, yourself? And see, where do you need to adjust? I'm Walker McKay with No BS Sales. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Hope you have an awesome vacation. Hope you get some time off the holidays. Hope you have a wonderful new year and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for listening to the No BS Sales School podcast. If you're struggling to close deals, then I want to invite you to take my free mini course where you'll learn the seven most expensive sales mistakes that will cost you time, money, and credibility. So be sure to click the link in the show notes or go to www.7salesmistakes.com. That's the number 7salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the No BS Sales School podcast.